Got it. Got it. Here we go. So we're back. It is actually a Tuesday, not a Sunday. Um, Jamie's been messing about, so it's been pushed back quite a lot this week. I blame Jamie fully. The Electrician's Podcast. Now You said we was going to have a regular half past five on a Tuesday slot. It's the new big thing. Well, we de- definitely didn't say that. Did I? <laughs> definitely not. I don't think it's going to catch on. So, um, before we get started, usual thing, shout out to the sponsors. Um, the number one sponsor for me is the electrician's pod dot shop. Now we sell exclusively Verso stuff at the moment. Um, so if you like the Verso fuse boards, switches, sockets, and spurs, head over to electrician's pod dot shop. We have had a few, um, issues with stock and stuff like that, but after next week, I've been promised it's going to start straightening out. So head over, um, get yourself some deals. There's always deals floating about. And if you've got a particularly big order and you need to be competitive, hit me up. I'll help you out. And obviously, if you're looking to monitor or measure or do all sorts with power quality or measuring of energy and all that green stuff that keeps the baby seals from dying, Chevron New Oil and One Brand for all that kind of thing. They've got all the technical support. Gubbins, leads, cables and devices to do it all. Mine's in the back of the van right now. I've been using it today. Uh, I did put a podcast. I did put a little story on it. It was a bit of a shock to my system, even though I classed myself as being clever, but I'm getting my head around it now. So if you want to get your head around it like that, give them a shout. They'll be happy to help you out. I do not because I feel like it's way above my technical expertise. I got the new one they sent me because I had the PEL, the power energy logger, yeah, and I got my head around that. Any normal spark get head around that, yeah. And that's gone back and they've lent me an analyzer. And I cracked it open and I was like, I'm glad Sam's not here because I'm thick. And I was like, looking at it going, these, honestly, mate, these, you know, like you get V for volts, A for amps, and you get these almost like VAR and all that re- re- reactant voltage and all that. These numbers and letters on there, I've never even seen. <laughs> and I was like, Bruh. yeah, so you I'm love like, that sort of stuff, though. Right. I'm getting so- around it. This week's episode is all about what we should specialise in. I've also got a couple of questions about CCTV. Um, and I, I listen, before we get into what we should specialise in, we've got no news this week. To be honest with you, we've been very, we've been very bad lately, haven't we, at getting things straightened out? The pro- the thing is, right, we as a podcast, we have been quite bad because I've been really busy. But as a genuine bit of content for electricians, this is real life spark this time of year. Yeah? It's just got dark. People realise they want loads of work doing, so it is what yeah, it is. But yeah, we want to we want to get some more guests back on. But bear with us for the time being. I am lining up a big podcast for next week, so that should be fun. But listen, getting down to getting down to brass tacks, or even back boxes. Listen, I know this isn't what we specialise in, but I've got a story. I I've got to tell today. I absolutely can't believe how good these back box repair clips are. Have you seen them? I have. No, mate. I went. So I got. A, I, I was laying on the sofa earlier on, like in between jobs, and I got a phone call. Um, I dropped a picture onto my socket, and it's it needs replacing. I'm like, all right, fine. So I pop round there. Just a picture on it. Oh, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, like but ability. it's like a um, it's like a tile that's right. had a painting okay. on it. So it's it's come down, and it act knackered the the socket, the back box, everything, and. uh 
I only quoted like for one hour because obviously just fixing a uh, the yeah, front yeah. socket. Anyway, I get there. I've got minimal tools on me because I was, I just weren't really fully prepared. It's just t- swapping out. I thought it's just swapping out a socket. Anyway, I get there and swapped it all out and that started t- doing up the screws and where it bent it and ruined it all. The lug, both lugs were. Oh, it's sure enough. Well, one no, it sort of damaged the thread beyond repair. So the, that's so one of them jobs that someone will go. That not be hard, but to get a back box out of a wall, which is not, not an easy. It's task brutal. It's brutal. So I thought, do you know what? Let me try these back box repair clips. Got to give it a, give it a whirl, mate. They actually work and they're really good. And what we're not sponsored actually- by them. No, this like this sounds like we're doing some illicit sponsorship, like on Instagram. But we're no, not. No, it's really what good. Do they, what do they clip onto though? So you have to get rid of the lug on both sides. Well, yeah. or whatever side you'll replace, you have to get rid of the lug. Whether you, you know, you've got the solid lug and then you've got the floppy lug. Yeah. So, the, so on the other side, I just put in a, a uh, I put in a three five, bent it round flush, and then you just clip it straight over. It just literally. Oh, into the... It just literally clips straight onto the side of the box. It's fantastic. And it really the old, holds. The old school trick was, for anyone who doesn't know, yeah, is to wear the lugs knackered. And this is quite a visual for all of you. So, so leave the lugs in and drill a two-mile hole straight through the back of the box and then tap it and put a long screw in. That yes. works. But that is, there's some fuckery in that, in there? Whereas what you, this, I've seen them and I thought, I always say this, I want people to let us know on this show because it be interesting because, there are a lot of solutions looking for a problem. And then when you see something like that, you think, is that one of them or the other way around? But you, you're just, claiming it's, well, it works. Because this job was down in Herne Bay, which is about eight miles. But it's Kent miles, so it's quick. So it, <laughs> it's long it's long in miles, but short in time. So it's weird. And I, but I didn't have like a, I didn't have any, I didn't have half my tools with me. I was like, oh, I don't want to go home and get my tools. CF is around the corner. And, now, I'm not a massive fan of CEF, as we know. No one is. No one is, but you know but I'll tell is. you what, a big shout out to uh, CEF Herne Bay. They are top dogs in there. Proper, they've always got everything in there. They always do me great deals. Um, yeah, they, they're killing it. They're really you know, to be fair, to, to, no, to be fair to CEF, right, let's let's not deny, yeah, CEF have got a reputation. Right? I think even Bundy's done a video on how much he doesn't like it. But I've got to admit, in the past year of working for the company we're for now, we have to just nip into all sorts of walls and get stuff. CEF do tend to have a lot of shit on the shelf. Sounds like we do. Is this all sponsored tonight? They have a lot of shit and they can normally get you out of it. And if you indicate you're not a civilian, you don't tend to get bummed, which is nice. But this yeah, is it. Admit, they've got a rep. The other thing that they do, they do really well. Well, there's two things that this particular branch do well. They like they are actually quite knowledgeable. So you're not just talking to a burke. So that's quite yeah, good. yeah. And the amount of stuff oh, they've I'll come actually... back to that. I'll come back to that. Remind yeah. me after this, we'll come back to that. But the the one thing they don't do is they don't stock MK, which is a bit odd. Mate, it's twenty twenty three. You're living in the nineties, I think. With that, I think MK perhaps has fell perhaps. off the cliff. Um, but yeah, just getting back to these bad box clips, I couldn't believe how good they was. Honestly, that's a that's what else? A top tip. For, I know we're not oh, very large. Hold on, hold on. Oh, stop the podcast! Oh. So, you know, the other week I was complaining about um, CF and the Collingwood um, outdoor um, floodlights. 
being yes. like 30 quid and you could go to Screwfix and buy the equivalent for like 12 pounds. Don't tell me the ones in Screwfix aren't as good. No. So I went to TLC the other day because I had to get some specific bits that only TLC do, Prately um, Underground Boxes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, they've got a special offer in there at the moment. The exact same Collinwood light that I paid 30-odd quid for, £10.49. I once had an old sailor get me some LED lights for, for a high-bay wearash, yeah? And then he accidentally sent me, attached the PDF of my invoice, what he paid for him. And I think, now I don't want to upset some wholesalers here, but I don't care. I think most wholesalers are marking to foot 50%, at least. That's my opinion. That's what I'm, that's what I'm believed. To. I don't know. That's what I'm led to believe. That's no, the kind I think of, it all depends. Like, there's certain things they can't, they can't put up 50% because there's just not Oh yeah, that, then screws, raw plugs, back boxes. Yeah, but the good stuff, the... The like an LED light, something with some substance to it. I think that's the kind of margin they yeah, work on. I th- I think the other thing that happened with that, this is so I bought it from CEF Thanet, which is I, I didn't get a great vibe in there to be fair, and I think he thought I was a civilian. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, you're getting huh. bombed." Yeah. How much is this back box, kind sir? Fourteen pounds, my friend. <laughs> that's the other thing. I bought some plastic stuff, um, plastic surface. Uh, back boxes and that I bought two double two two gangs two <laughs> um one gangs and a couple of switches and sockets and stuff mm. mate come to like 35 pound as well I'm like what is going it's on expensive. with prices of shit in here I went to Screwfix day right and I, I don't generally go to Screwfix but I needed a jigsaw and you know like Screwfix like right now for oh we ain't got it today but you can have it tomorrow because yeah. we get it in and I, I've got I've got Dewalt batteries in my van, so I needed a naked Dewalt jigsaw to metal blade, yeah, yeah, just to do a job because I'm in, I'm in Plymouth at the minute, which is like may as well be the end of the year, so I'm not going to go home and get my jigsaw, yeah. So I bought a jigsaw and I went into Screwfix. Now it was 109 quid for the top of the range Dewalt one, right? I got to say that is a good price. However, going in there is a soulless experience. It's not like the old school hardware shops. And the woman behind the counter serving me, well, it could have been a man, not me, not being sexist, but she's like, "What's your name?" I don't need to give my name to it. I just want to buy it. All right, what's your address? I don't want to give you my address. You need it for the guarantee. And I was like, no, you want to send me crap, but I just want to buy it. So I was like, do you want to sell it me or not? These places want your data. They're like, oh, what's your name? Oh, well, if you lose the invoice, uh, you won't be able to come with the guarantee. Well, that's been fine for the past 41 years of my life, Doc. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll just take it. But they want to get every bit. What's your own phone number? So they can ring you and that. They're, they're mad. Not like the old school shops where they could help you out or point in the right direction. If you go in there and go, you got any one inch mask and they're like, oh, do you know the code? Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, for sure. I hate sure. that a bit. But they are, I suppose, the convenience is what, what sets them apart. The other day, I got <clears> a bit of a late night call out to um, just their, their circuit was tripping. They had a leak in the roof and it was leaking down the wall into the socket. And it had been doing it for a while because there was all mold and stuff in the socket. It was weird. But I had to nip to um to screw fix first. Nowhere else is open till eleven o'clock. Do you know what I mean? B and Q, if you want to pay civilian price, obviously none of us none of us lot do, but it's a double edged sword in it. I love to romance about going to a hardware shop, going to a proper old sailors, having a guy in a brown jacket served me screws and I can go, I want some inch and a half eight and he goes and gets them out of drawer, puts them in the brown paper bag, yeah. Unfortunately, screw fix has killed all those places. There's not many about there's some proper handy shops run by a little old man, which are nice, but 
unfortunately, that romance is all gone in because it's like online. I've got to admit, I've got to say, right, I went in there. They've got the iPads, haven't they? I put in Jigsaw, caught with the Jigsaw, clicked it. Put in Jigsaw Blades, clicked on them, and it said, send to the checkout. I walked over and I got it. It's like, I, but sometimes I just miss the old coffee machine, little bit of chit-chat, bit of toast and all that. But I suppose electrical also still do do that, but for hardware, that's gone. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what. one thing that wound me up about uh, TLC is you've got to pay for your coffee machine. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, putting like, no coins in no coffee machine in the wholesalers. It's gash coffee anyway, and yeah, it should be free. What are you talking about? I don't about? care what wholesale you are, it should be free. Yeah. Like, obviously, civilians come in, it's tough shit, but like, big, uh, Edmondson's still got the best coffee. Oh, no, CF have got good coffee machines in some branches, but it's a branch by branch thing, in it? But my advice to any wholesaler would be, if you ain't got a good coffee machine, how much business are you losing? Yeah, like, because like Kimmy says, she goes there, she gets her hot chocolate, she sits out, hangs out all day, like, finding work and, and doing stuff and being in that environment. People want to go, like, other electricians want to go in there, sit about and, you know, do their thing in, <coughs> in that environment. But listen, should we get on to the topic? What is it? What is the topic? Me, me sitting in my van? What you we sitting got? in your van like a list? weirdo. There's in 33 people. Watch- I am actually dogging. Unfortunately, my dogging's clashed with the podcast, but there's still only three people watching this, so maybe this is the new hot spot of the week. Tuesday night. No, do you know what it is? Past five. When's the last time we actually done a uh, a, a, a live uh, at 5.30? We've never done it. No. It's shall very we, unexpected. Shall we, shall we quickly talk about last week's podcast? Yeah, can do. Your one- well, we've moved it to Tuesday, so I can officially say today, on Tuesday, at half past five, no one's tried to sue us for a whole week, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, no, we can do. So, you know, like last sure week, though, I got so, we can't. yeah, I got so out of my pram about <laughs> about the job I was on, and I was all down in the dumps and stuff. And actually, things have picked up quite well this week. It's it's a bit of an odd one. Um, and can even last, week... talk... well, just before we talk about this, can I just say, allegedly, thank you. <laughs> no so anyway i went off on one about a company and stuff like that and uh i got a phone call from the agency who represent them well not represent them but the agency who was supplying labor and, and she's actually really really nice and she was really upset she's like oh listen they're gonna come after me they can't come after you but they're gonna i'm gonna lose a lot of business so um yeah i took it down and we edited it all out and we made it all better but and just so we can add the down if I say something now like, I don't know, penis, and I want to edit that, we can jump back in there and edit that out, yeah. But it's it's a really crunky way of doing it. And, and we have fact. to go and we have to edit so many people's names, companies' names, and stuff out, yeah. So what I just want to say is, yeah, if you're not careful, if anyone tries to stop this one, I'll say it because I don't care. <laughs> so but yeah, it was a but the main thing I was trying to say is it is since I've run the podcast, it's our best ever pod. 3.1,000 as of... So I've just got in the van set up and it was on two 2,100 on YouTube. And I literally sat there and went, what the fuck? That's got 3,100 people. Yeah, no. And it's... we think, we don't know why it is. We don't know why. I think it's just a snazzy title. But let's get into this week's, this week's pod. And what we're actually talking about is what should you specialise in? Like, if you're starting up like me, right? I'm starting up and at the moment, my speciality is... Um, turning up like honestly <laughs> people 
Honestly, can't believe that I turn up. I am winning so much work because I've got one, I've got a fast turnaround. So, you know, like someone phones up and goes, Oh, I need a light put up in, in, in my bedroom. I'm like, Oh, I, I can do that today because I can just add it on to the end of the day. It's 50 quid. I'll be yeah, in yeah. and out in 20 minutes. What's a big deal? So I just add it on and people can't believe it. And then when, when you actually turn up, I've, I've had three people give me an extra 20 quid this week. For just turning up, they can't believe it. What's I'll this about? Up, though. Is, is that is this something? Is this is this know, a is thing this or secret? is it a thing local to me? Because just turning up is 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 winning me so much work. I cannot get a roofer around my house for love nor money. So I'm experiencing that with another trade. Obviously, I do electrical plumbing. I do all that myself. But a roofer, I'm like, I've got cash. I've literally got cash. I can pay in yeah. cash. I've got the money. I can't get around to the price the roof up that I need on the back of my ass. So, like, maybe it affects all trades, but I think Sparks particularly bad because if someone's on a job and they book a line at the end of the day and they're still on a job making good money, that's the person that gets dropped. But there's definitely a market for mopping up all that shit, as you're finding out. Hey, so, at the moment, I'm specialising in practically same day or next day because that's the other thing people are saying. Oh, they say they do it, but it's like in two weeks' time. And then they never turn up in two weeks' time anyway. Can I do my boring bit about geography? Cool. Whereas where, where you live, as you said earlier, it's easy to nip around. Yeah. But I've just cut across Plymouth tonight and the traffic's fucking horrendous. So those little in-out jobs cost more in certain areas than the, like in the countryside where I live. I can nip around all over my town and get loads of work done. But you couldn't do that in the city, in the city Nottingham because you, 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 half an hour job would take you two hours to get to which the customer's got to pay for. So maybe it's a bit of that as well. I don't know, man. Like, in the daytime, it's easy to get around here. And, yeah, just the, the fact that I'm turning up and I've got a quick turnaround. Because even if I was working all day, to go and fit a light for 50 quid at the end of at the end of the day, I might as well go and do it. Like, do you know it's what's easy killed? money. You know these little jobs? And this, again, I think is a, a geography thing, yeah? These little jobs... Back in the day, when I was on my own, when I was doing commercial industrial, but I'd go and do a little domestic job, I'd do them because they paid in cash. But now, yeah. not those, I never said I didn't pay tax, just said they paid <laughs> in cash, yeah. But nowadays, people don't have any cash. So how do you get around that? Do you, I want cash. I, don't, not, I, want ta- I want to pay tax, but I want cash. I want to get this fast cash. To be honest with you, I, I have a very specific, like, most of it's done by text, isn't it? And then what? So, so even if I have a phone call with them, I say, right, send me your, um, do me a favor, send me a text with your name, address, and phone number on it. And, yeah. um, because this is a little system me and my wife have got, that's how we sort of plan it all. It's a, it's a mental system, but it works for us. Anyway, so they send that through. And then what I always do is I send through like a little terms and conditions, just stipulating exactly what to expect from me. And then it at works. the end, I'm like, cash Decent. cash on completion or bank transfer. See, I had to get, a, when I was doing local work around my area just after COVID, I had to get a car machine because you go around and they go, I go, yeah, that's the, like, put, I put some earth in with someone. They, they, they've got someone around and the earth weren't there near the meter. Anyway, I pulled a bit of wood off and found there was an earth there. So I moved it to be more visible. I went, there you go, mate. It's going to be loads cheaper because it's there. Now, I could have stitched this guy up and put my own earth in, yeah? Yeah. But I said, oh, it's there. So instead of being like, I don't know, 150 quid, like, it's 50 quid. Yeah. He's like, oh, can you can you pop back around for it tomorrow? I was like, not really, no, because that'll cost me more money. And I've just done you a discount. He's like, I ain't got any cash. I was like, 
don't worry, I've got a car machine. And he looked at me like I'd just stabbed his child. Do you know what I mean? I was like, the way he looked at me, I was like, you weren't going to pay much. You weren't going to be here tomorrow. You thought I'd get bored. You're going to drag me out. But I miss cash, I must admit. So the, I did have that last week. The, the geezer turned around and said, I haven't got any cash on me. Um, I'm, He was an old boy. And he was like, I don't do bank transfer or anything like that. He said, I don't even know how to do all that. I was like, that's fine. Uh, he goes, do you want to check? And I was like, no, I don't want to check. Like, absolutely not. Um, Sorry, can you fax that to me as well while you're at it? Yeah, you know I mean, but <laughs> in a situation like that, I'll just send my wife around tomorrow to go and get it or something. Like, it's not a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, not, I think not you have like to read genuine... the situation sometimes. There are genuine cases, but I assure you, and I'm sure everyone who listens to this podcast will know, there are people that will pull that fucking stunt because they think you'll get bored. There are habitual piss takes that go, oh, I'm not in today. Oh, I'm out with the dog. Oh, sorry, my wife spent the money on no, some... Just... Um, that would make it worse. That, and like, I end, would never leave them alone. Ever. No, and they think the, the, the problem is you have to escalate. So if you don't leave them alone and keep bothering them, they can ride it out. And in the end, they just go, Look, mate, are you going to effing pay me? I'm going to put you in this through. And then they think you're the bad guy. I'm not, that, that's yeah. not a joke. That's what I mean. You have no. to escalate. Go, Look, you're taking the piss. Like, give me your, uh, I don't know, give me that coat that you've got there on the hook. I'll take that coat to your payment. Then they've got the money, wouldn't they? You know, if you took someone from their house of value, They'd soon pay you them because you've got them by the bollocks then. But when they're yeah, dragging out and thinking you'll forget. It's one of the things. But getting back on topic, it's like, at the moment, I'm specialising in doing jobs quick. And I know that's like not really what we're talking about. But if you had to start no, that's getting... A but if you had to start again now, right? And yeah. what would be your top couple of things to specialise in domestically and then commercially? The, the problem is... <clears throat> the problem is the other week because I listened to the original podcast I did on here right as a guest and I said on it get a specialism so yeah. I don't want to be talking from Billy Big Balls but I am right about that yeah I don't like to say that, but I'm 100%. totally right about that right and also the problem is with this with what the conversation we're having now is I know what I know now but if I could wipe my memory I'd always go specialist but I don't know what I don't think it matters like but not not the usual stuff, burglar arms and CCTV or EV fuse boards, whatever. But go more niche than that. Look deeper. There's so much more to that. Well, the people skim the top and and all and all get congested in one place. Well, I tell Is you that what, a shit answer. No, I tell you what, I I've sort of noticed because I've been obviously given given all this sort of stuff a lot of thought lately. And what I'm thinking is the obvious things like it being doing EV charging or doing smart homes, swerve all that, because... Smart even... homes can be niche, but it's it's hard to get and hard to maintain. It's, it's expensive. A, it's, a, it's a ball lake. It's a ball lake, and most people are not going to want to do it. They're not going to want to pay the extra money that is involved. And a lot of it, either you're paying extra money for the um to have all new wires pulled in, all new cables pulled mm. in, because it's all got to be controlled on its own little switch and all that sort of stuff. Or they don't want a crappy Wi-Fi system that works every now and again. One thing I will warn people about smart homes is, to be, in fact, anything smart, yeah, right? I've got, in my house, I've got a lot of the IKEA smart home stuff, right? And I, I like it. It works for me. It's reasonably priced. It's good quality. But you have to be a bit of a tinkerer. You have to be willing to tinker around it and set things. And then the software does what it wants and stuff like that. But for, for the most part, it's decent, yeah? And I like setting little colour changes. because all that fuck around, yeah? That's great for me because I am a tinkerer. If I, I would never fit that in someone's house because they'd be ringing me going, it don't work, it's switched off, I can't control it remotely. 
And you have to be, always be aware that all the smart yeah. stuff, oh, the app don't work. Oh, I've upgraded my phone. And yeah. that will just bleed you dry of time, which is money to us. So just be aware of anything like that. So that's this is what I was thinking, like the obvious ones, and like EV chargers. That's a race to the bottom at the moment. And, I've, just done a, uh, ju- ju- I've just done a Instagram story today. I was listening to it before. You've got to watch it because I can't talk about it on here. Why? Because you told me not to. Because of what I call no. people for EV charge outside of. Hold on, I told you not to <laughs> say the description of what these people are on here. I think. <laughs> and do it, people, please. I, I think the people put, who put EV fuse board, uh, fuse board outside for EV chargers are not very nice. But I called them, in my haste earlier, something a bit stronger than that. Do you know what that is? I'm Jamie Blake Spark on Instagram. <laughs> have a look at that. No, but, but like, like, the EV charging thing, although you're not competing with like the cheapest person, never compete on price. But what you find is people don't want to pay the money for good quality. They just want to know. They just want their charger outside. That's it. Anderson, Anderson, who were like the, we've got a really sexy charger people. Yeah. yeah? Went bust. Went bust, didn't they? They went bust because they, they sold a premium product thinking that people buy it and they didn't because they went no, bust. No, people ain't interested. These, the crap ones, like the ones that are literally just a posh socket, 300 quid. Does it charge your car? Yep. Well, why not? You know what I mean? It's got to be to a standard there. And obviously in the middle, you've got like your zappies and your ohms and all that. So, but again, you've got to deal with EV drivers. So again, it's not it's not a specialism because it ceases to be a specialism when everyone's doing it. Yeah. So there's that, and then CCTV. Now, this is a double edged thing. The a question I've got for you: Do you think that we should know about CCTV, or is it not something an electrician should be involved in. It's a bit of a weird one. It involves cables, yeah, and having power put to the points. But is it something we should know? Is it something we should be competent at? Nowadays, CCTV back in the day was you had to have power and you had to have video, which was BNC cuts and all that. Now, it's basically Cat5 cables. But what I will say is, all fire alarm engineers, all burglar alarm and security engineers, and all CCTV engineers, they're all failed electricians, right? But when they get into that niche, they know a lot more about it than electricians and, and they are better at it than electricians. Is that, you know what I mean? Yeah. They can't handle proper electricians like we are, but they, they will be good at burglar arms and fire arms and, and all that kind of stuff and specialise in it. And CCTV, I've seen some installations by Sparkies and there's nothing wrong with the work. And they look at the picture on the camera and think, why put that camera there? You, you like, for example, you see this frame I'm in now for, like there, I'm taking up the whole frame. You don't put a CCTV in camera and point at the sky because no one's going to rob you from the sky. <laughs> so, like, you see, like, I think, why have you put that there? So, there's all little niches, but it doesn't tell them to get good at it. It's a good, I wouldn't do it on its own, but it's a good thing to add to your, no. it's good to be able to offer it as an additional service. Yeah, because I'm just was looking at things like that. So, I don't know what to specialize in. Like, Azuri Electrical, top guy, uh, just said lighting, but. It's specialised niche again. So I, I'm, I like lighting. I like I Who use design lighting, but I, I hate to see crap lighting. If I ever see crap lighting, I always call it chip shop. You know, you have people have fluorescent lights in the kitchen, so it looks like a fucking chip shop. And it's really interesting, like I've but got that. to to find someone as passionate as you who wants to pay you to design their lighting scheme, unless it's a restaurant or a bar. It's few and far between. You're talking like the the one percent, the one percent people will pay for that in a house. 
But yeah, but, I don't, but like when you specialize in lighting, like what smart lighting, garden lighting, front of house lighting, I don't really know. I'll be really boring now and tell you three types of lighting mood, task, and ascent. And if you want to find more out about that, I'll do a video on YouTube. But they're, they're the three types. So we'll talk about it then. Mood. So we're, we're lighting. Here you go. Let's get technical. This is the five minute technical section. Yeah. With lighting, you've got three types of lighting you've got mood, you've got task, and you've got ascent. Ascent is the general light in the area. So if you've got a light in your room, that's what lights everything up so you can see it. Mood lighting is anything that makes you feel cozy and warm or makes you feel cold and horrible. You know, like if you go to like a um, a Christmas thing and they've got blue lights, make you feel cold. And then a, a task is anything you use specifically. So this light here tonight is a task light because it's lighting my face up. So knowing stuff like that when you go out to a domestic customer, first of all, you've got to use your ascent lighting to just generally light the area. Then you use mood lighting or task lighting. Task lighting is a work area. Mood lighting if you want to make it look nice. And that's how you make things look great with light. You can make stuff look great with light. Just to add though, if you fit soffit lighting or you like soffit lighting on your house, you're a twat because it makes your brickwork look crap, which was undoubtedly done by one of the big house builders that wanked your house in. And uh, yeah, but anyone that lights up walls is a dickhead. It's just a waste. Don't do it. That's the technical <laughs> five minutes done. You know what? Just want to um, shout out to GFPV. He phoned me up last week. Um, no, no, no. It's funny. Last week's podcast, really, I don't know about you, but I got so much feedback. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like people phoning me up, texting me, all this stuff. It was very nice. So I, I do appreciate everyone's texts and, and, and reaching out. Now, he did talk about and you're gonna you're not gonna like this but he did oh. talk about um that james Dwayne toolbox for electricians yeah yeah, had, yeah. so i'm gonna give He's that been a on shot. Enter. the guy that's been on no he hasn't been on toolbox talks for electricians has been on enter no that's ben you lunatic james oh, Dwayne I, I... is like a um um a business coach I'm not, I've said this when Toolbox Talk for Electricians Bank on, yeah? You, at one end of the scale, you've got people like Ben, and I do watch him and stuff, I find it quite enjoyable, puts a new twist on things for me in business, yeah? And then you've got, what's his name? Jamie Valentino, yeah? And you've got everything in between. But some people, I, I don't mind being coached by someone that's done it, but I don't want to be coached by someone that's learned to be a coach. But right, I've done. there's some good stuff out there. You know, Toolbox. And it's um, grow your local electric, uh, electrical business using low and no cost local marketing strategies. So it's all about growing your business using marketing strategies. So I was thinking of giving it a shot. Apparently, it's very good. Um, the guy who phoned me the other day absolutely hook, line, and sinker, bought and sold on it. So it might you be. You know, worth I'm not doing I, I, We had Ben from Toolbox Talks Electricians on, yeah. And I watched Mr. Thought this is, this is quite good. Why do you keep saying about there. Ben, you lunatic? This is because not I'm what referencing I'm about. It. It's just but the same that name. One, yeah? There's that one. Then you've got James Valentino. So this guy, I watched him, so I can't come But James Valentino, I never don't say for legal reasons, yeah? He comes up going, you're going to make five figures and you're going to fit 25,000 boilers. All bollocks. If someone's generally putting good advice out there, give it a shot. If Alan Sugars gonna... wrote a book on building a big business, it's probably worth reading because he's done it. I am going to give it a shot, I think. Um, anything to help at this stage. But what I will say is last week... He's put more week, twitching now into, though. Eh? 
His bum holds twitching now because if we you come back on here four weeks out and work, we'll give him an all time. Yeah, you know so, it. You know it. So, no, the last couple of weeks, I've had work booked in every day, everything solid. We've hit our break even mark every week. Like, it's been quite solid. I don't know if there's a shift. Like you say, people need stuff. A lot of it's been lighting. People want more lighting in their garage and stuff like that. There has been a little bit of a shift in terms of the amount of work I'm getting in and good work. It's not just like 50 quids here and there. I'm getting like a good three, 400 quid a day in certain areas. Not every that, day. It got but... dark, didn't it? It got dark. That always yeah. happens. It got, it's weird. It lulls off, then it gets dark. So it walks out to the garage and kicks over the cat and says, oh, I need a light in my garage. And then you get that. And that, that lasts till just before Christmas, I find. So Zed um, from K Electrical here says, according to eFix, the most successful media for getting jobs is Facebook. And to be honest yeah, with I you... How much did Facebook pay them for that opinion? <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> to be honest with you, my wife is is the one who does all the marketing for, for our business. And that's all purely through Facebook. So you might be onto something. The one good thing with Facebook is you can utilise it for free. Yes. You don't need to pay, but it's full of Karens. So it's a double, again, it's a double-edged sword. You only need one Karen on this, saying you came around and force-fed a cat a screwdriver and you're knackered, aren't you? But it is, I would say that's the most useful tool going in. He's so random, man. Um, I don't know. So we still really ain't got to the bottom of what to, like, renewables is another thing, but I feel like if you're just starting out and you jump straight into renewables, I feel I feel like that's a that's a steep, steep learning curve. Well, yeah, go and spend £25 repairing someone's socket and making fifth there, or go and make 500 quid, but you've got to outlay five grand for a battery. You know what I mean? I just feel like outlay. that's a bit of a, that's a bit. So it's a funny one. Like, do you do, I don't know what the special, the speciality going forward will be, but currently the only way I feel like I can stand out in this, in this area is being, is specializing in being, quick and effective like honestly works, my turnaround mate, time that, is is the bollocks if that works when i when i was on my own when i said well we specialize in shutdown so like someone comes to us and go we want this doing and we want to do it over this weekend in six months time like Marno, swap out an old lv panel and that could take months of planning and you'd be in the hole for thousands one of the things that stopped working for self was we was always in the hole for 100k um but that was a specialist in like going someone go we, we've got a factory the LV board needs replacing. It's like the size of a four or five wardrobes. I want it replaced. I want it to design it, work out it's going to get in, do it over the weekend. Then when we come back Monday morning, we don't want to know you've even been in here. And that takes a lot of effort. But people will pay for it in manufacturing, but it's niche work. And it gets, but it's not that niche. It's not people go, I'll do that. Someone on air brought you go, I'll do that. I go, well, I used to do it all the time. That was my bag. Or they go, we want a, a weighing machine that weighs out Rice Krispies changing. I want to go away at the weekend and come back and get the new ones in. Because if you can't weigh rice crisps on the Monday, we lose loads of money. And that was my niche for years, just doing stuff like that. But people wouldn't think that that is a niche, but it is. And it's not dissimilar to what you're doing, really. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, perhaps it, this the larger point I'm trying to make is, I don't think a niche has to be a specific area of the industry. It can just be like, here's a good example. You know, um, I don't know if you've seen him on Instagram, Home Rewire, Jamie up in yeah, Scotland. Yeah, he bangs them out, doesn't he? That's he does them in a day. Bag. That's his bag. Yeah. So he gets in there, and what he actually does is he takes pictures of everything. He he even does the removals, puts it in storage, yeah. 
get does a rewire, bashes it out, comes back in again, um, and uh, like puts it back. Even the pens go back in the same places on the photo, <coughs> and he does it all in a day or a couple of days sometimes. These niches, yeah, right. There's another podcast talking about talking about niche type things, right? And they become all these sexy things, yeah. What I'll tell you now is my 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 take of the day is niche work doesn't have to be sexy work. It can just be no. done normal work done in a certain way. And there's there's loads of scope for that. Loads yeah, of scope and, for it. And I feel like it's just about what makes you stand up in what stand out in what you're doing. So if you've got a company called Home Rewire, what do you do better than every other uh, electrician that does rewires? Well, he does it in a day. Do you know that's, what they don't? That's do fantastic. Well? If they listen, you can correct me, but I, I, I pretty much say, do you know what they don't do? Go on. They don't put in CCTV. They don't change lights. They don't put phones in. They do. Oh, no, rewires. no. Yeah, that's Bosh, all they do. That's it. Yeah. You no, know, so like that means that your van could be set out for doing that job. Whereas when you like CCTV one day, boiler controls, yeah. then the kitchen rewire, yeah. then putting some lights in the shop, you're always fanning about moving stuff around. That, again, time is money. So. It's not something I ever got involved in, but yeah, for sure he's not set up to do it. Yeah, for sure he's not doing EICRs on the local housing association and stuff like that. See, they're niche. I think a good ECIR is niche, and it's niche because no one wants one. (laughs) Very few people want a proper ECIR. ECIR Do well, I've been thinking about doing that, and like, do you know what though? There's a whole um, the ethical side of the EICRs. If you want to make money banging out EICRs for like a an estate agent, I really, yeah. I, and I'm talking a bit of shit here. I don't know if this is the case, but I Allegedly. kind of feel like if you want to make good money, you can't be testing all them circuits properly. That is, I would say that is a fact. I would say that's a fact. So what are you doing? Are you unfortunate? Is it, to stay competitive doing that, you, you've got to drop your standards and then, is that it? But it seems like it's acceptable. There's only a few people who moan and bitch about it, but maybe well, it's an acceptable way of doing it. I mean, how bad will this the installation be if you don't check? It's, it's a, it's, that's a mad know one, isn't it? Right? You, know, you know, in the UK, right, not a lot of boilers explode and not a lot of boilers kill people, right? But there are more than the fair share people doing a bad laugh. But they know that you've not just got to be... You've got to be unlucky. You've got you've got to be bad and unlucky to kill someone. You can, but you can just be bad for a long period of time without causing any problems. But when you do it, it, it gets pretty bad pretty quick. So with the RCRs, you could be banging out that for, for a landlord, and they're not they're not super rough, but they're a bit rough. And one day, some old dear cocks in the kitchen and the newspaper's got hold of it. You're knackered, and that is that is the roulette, isn't it? That is the Russian roulette. I, you're do, playing. F- I do feel like it is a roulette, but then also. Who's to say that didn't happen afterwards and stuff? Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of wriggle, there's a lot of wiggle room in all that it's, sort of nonsense. It's a, it's, there's not a lot of it happening, but it is. It could happen, right? And I'm, I think I, I was on about to say with the with, with the um, Arvid Terrell, the, the little blood that killed in the pub that Dave saved in a video on. Yeah, I always reference that because that is the one where the little kid died. They went in, they investigated, they worked out it was the pub landlord's dodgy brother. They went for a prosecution. They went for a pill. That prosecution has gone through the whole system, yeah? And it took, like, five years. Don't quote me on that. That is literally the one in a million. And but some people are happy to play around with the 999,000, aren't they? So, oh, like, do, you know do you know what's another... If you want to be shit, be shit. I can't stop you being shit, but 
if you've got if you've got no ethics, like go on, go on rough stuff in, you know what I mean? It's, it's how you want to play the game, innit? Yeah, do you know what? This is an interesting niche. There's a guy called Alfie, right? And he was like he was uh, out and he'd done Afghan and all that, retrained as an electrician, mm-hmm. former services and that. And he had like, I, f- I think he had one of the highest security clearances. And do you know how he how he parlayed that into a specialist? Into a specialist that is a sector? niche, security cleared. No, security do you know what he did? Up. He he installs, um, you know them bollards that go up and down, anti-terrorist bollards? Yes. So, because he was... He's got all the clearances and probably a little black book of all the people he needs to know to get those jobs. He gets all of those sort of jobs, and that's his niche. Like so that's all he does. Goes in. He's an electrician. He does the other bits and pieces, of course, but that's his bread and butter. Is these up and down? Because um... where they are, you need to be cleared. Because again, security. If you Google security cleared jobs, it's a niche. It's a thing. Um, the only problem is if anyone ain't got that, I'll do a little brief explanation. Yeah. The first time you get security cleared, you have to be invited to get security cleared. Then once you are security cleared, you can go to jobs and go, I have been security cleared. What you can't do is go and get security cleared to get those jobs. Just be aware of yeah, that. I, I've got just a very basic one, SC, I think it is. That's what I've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. So... I'll, I'll do another one of that. There's that. Um, I know a guy that's into tunnelling who's on over 100 grand a year. Tunnelling's a niche. And... Um, there was one for the security cleared ones. There was another one I was going to say. There's the he was a tunneler. He's on 120 grand a year, and the other ones forgot. But again, oh rail PTS. I'm in a PTS. You can't go on a PTS course. Neil Bridge will probably tell me I'm wrong now, but I'm sure he's right. You have to be invited by a contractor on the railway to gain a PTS so you can work on the railway with them. But then once you've got it, you are you can approach other PTS employers. That might not be quite right. Um, Neil yeah, the man I think it used to be that, but I think it's changed because there was a whole. No, thing you can't. Like, you cannot. You cannot just go and do a PTS course unless you're uh, a, a, a student apprentice or you're invited, I believe. But yeah, I'd like to know the facts. Because again, it's a lovely little niche that we're. Uh, not I think it at. used to be that. It might have changed with all like um, cross rail and all that nonsense. HS2 that might have all changed now. I'm not sure, but I do. You are onto something there. Sing, like signaling, like. I've done a little bit of work on signal and I've done tours around signal places. That shit is bonkers. Yeah, you need to, you need, your brain will be clicking all day. You think a bit of relay logic's hard or control systems. You get involved with signaling. I, I, at work, I might make a thing that comes in and grabs a bag. Yeah, just grabs a bag and throws the bag out of the way. Yeah. What I don't do is have two moving things full of 300 people that can collide on a, on a crossing. And that's signaling's obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, like... permit based and all that. But still, we haven't got to the crux of what you should do domestically. Like, as a domestic, like, what is the ultimate niche for domestic electricians? Ooh. Well, I would argue there's not many of them. For a start, what? if you want to go niche, you've got to go up maybe commercial, domestic, industrial. Uh, sorry, industrial, commercial. But I want, it's not my specialist here. I'm sure people tell us. I'd like to know. But the problem is, if you have got a decent niche in, domestic and you're making some good money out of it yeah whatever you do don't get in that fucking chat and tell everyone oh i've got a little story from this week relating that do it someone who shall remain nameless yeah but he'll know who he is right i come in here and i says i'm not even going to name what i said right i was never able to get to it i said i think a good niche thing to get into would be this and if you got one of these you could offer this service and do this and i said that 
And then this person rang me up because I speak to him outside of a lot like, on the internet bits and he went, oh, I've done that. And I've made a right good scrap of it. He went to some numbers and basically the thing he'd bought to do it, he'd made four times back. And I was like, I went into my missing. I goes, you know, I said, do this and then do that and do that. Some dickhead's gone and done it and they're making loads of money. And do you know what I'm doing? Sat here for fucking free telling people about it. What a knobhead <laughs> I am. And then I had another guy. I had it on LinkedIn once, a guy. Um, he's called The Insulated Indian on, on Instagram. And he was like, I'm a domestic spark. And uh, what should I do? I want to, I want to specialise. says, stop being such a fucking fanny. Shit your job in and go and get a job in uh, a quarry or a mine or something. And then you'll have a niece, won't you? And that's me giving, like, brash advice out that I don't think. He only fucking went and did it. Now he works the quarry on a right good screw. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, got it. I'm like, no, no, no I'm a dickhead. Like, so, yeah, don't, don't do everything to say. Don't get me wrong. But um, it does work. And you've got to get out there and do it. Half the problem is doing it, in it, Moving your ass. A couple, of, a couple of people I know went and done their HV tickets so they could do, like, cable joining and HV stuff yeah. in power stations because there's a few power stations locally. And now that, that's a good screw. Like, they're not on less than 300 quid a day. So there's, there's, and if you want to go, there's always HV. And HV are looking for people. Um, but you've got to be willing to put the hours in with HV and you've got to be on it. And it's all paperwork-based and that. But it's a good move. A lot of people move into it. What's his name? It was on air. I can't remember his real name, but the water spot, the water sparky. Yeah. He watches us. Yeah. Right. Think about it. That name's not coming for you. He literally on his Instagram specialise in water industry treatment yeah. and, and 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 levels and stuff like that. That's a niche. There's one for everything. I bet. I bet these people just shout. do sewage. Electric gates. Yeah. That's not a bad shout. But then again, how many people have electric gates? How many people got? Pro- Maybe. You know, know probably more than you, you know, think when you get into it. You know, and you, uh, you know, sometimes like I get baffled. You know, like petrol, like everyone's got twenty liters of petrol in the car, aren't there? And they think, where's the fucking that? Where's that petrol coming from? Where's that coal coming from? And I said to someone, goes, you know, when you go up in a plane, you look down over a town. That's the only chance you get to see to see how much shit there is. And then you think, well, there's probably quite a lot of gates there, isn't there? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Just because there's only three in your street doesn't mean there ain't five hundred in your town, but um. These ladies are like, there's a few others on, there's, there's quite a few H, there's quite a few HV people on Instagram where I follow, just because I'm interested to see what they're doing. There's a water sparky because I like to see what he's doing. But that Instagram's the first place to start looking for niche sparkies. Yeah, for sure. You think um, you might like it. We got we got a bit of a legend in here tonight. We've got old uh, Big Aldino in the house. Big shout hey, out to. We got to get him back on. Actually, me and him we have some ding dongs on Twitter all the time. I, like, I just like to say, I like to watch, but yeah. I, I need to get some tickets, actually. I haven't forgotten about you, mate. But, yeah, he's back in. Is he, yeah, is no, he, we've got to get he, him back on. It's been a while since he's been on. And uh, I love I love our, our little ding-dongs on Twitter because he gets done every single time. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be on about that. One thing I do want to mention is, because um, it reminded me when you said Big Aldino, last year we did a Christmas special in which the Nipex Ergo Strip was crowned King of the Tools. So I'm asking Isn't anyone... It? It was, yeah. I do believe that was my popular one. So again, this year, because it's getting that way now, if you want to record a small video on your favourite tool or product of the year and whack it across to the WhatsApp number, which is on the um, description on some of our videos. So do a little video on your product or your tool of the year. Send it in. We'll mop them up into a, uh, a Christmas special. Hopefully Sam will be as miserable as he was last year when recording because he went down a storm. And uh, we'll put that out. So, Nipex Ergo Strip, I'm afraid. Why was I miserable last year? 
because our major recorders were like Boxing Day, because I forgot to do it. I can't remember. But, oh, um, that's why. Because you do it everything last minute, and it was like, oh, let's do a Christmas special, and it come out on like New Year's Eve. Idiot. It was still Christmas though. Twelve days of Christmas, dickhead. But yeah, Ergo Strip now sits on the pedestal. Yeah, it's not been pushed off. It lived there. Please send me a video, ten seconds to a minute on your best product, best thing, whatever, and we're going to feature those in the Christmas episode. Brilliant. Well, we're 52 hours a year, mate. That's an easy hour, <laughs> that is. Instead of, us telling, instead of people watching us, we can watch them. That gets us like that. Do brings it down to 51.15. Do you know what I'm actually looking forward to? I'm doing... Um, Having a, a big podcast... No. I'm doing a podcast with uh, Mark, um, Apprentice One to One podcast. I've stolen your spot Nick, on Thursday, I think. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? What's, uh, don't we know. Do don't know. He just, re- he just reached out to me. I was like, well, yeah. And it's quite nice to be a, a guest on a podcast rather than having to lead it, like having dummies like you that you've got to sort of eke it out of. And, you know, it'd be quite I nice. Want, to- I want to get back on. I want to get back on to one. I do get regular. I get asked if I want to partake, but um, they've got a good vibe up there. They're doing a big design one, which is really good. You should watch that. And uh, I will want to do some more with him, but I want to get back into doing a bit more youth work and apprentice work and that. So, mate, you ain't even got enough time to do this one properly. So don't worry about doing other ones. Yeah, but it's—I told you—it's in the run up to Christmas. This is real sparky, and like, that's why I'm in a van now doing this podcast because I don't want to miss it. But we can't go past Tuesday; it's a piss take. But we want to make. Yeah, sure that's what I'm saying. People. Like, you're not that busy. You're not that busy. I am. I won't be, I'm not sat in the van outside my house, you know. Although we are starting to think that maybe outside broadcast gets us more viewers after last week, so we'll have a tour around with it. But yeah, but the the, you do it, get you do get quite excited about things and like automatically try and find a reason why it's blown up. There is no rhyme or reason on YouTube. YouTube is mental. We are pushing podcasts to new boundaries. Yeah, we went live. We go live. Yeah, we were Sparky's podcast that went live. Now with the Sparky's podcast doing outside broadcast, who knows what could happen in the next 12 months. But now we know this works, there's no need for us not to be on time, is there? It's just that Sunday was bonfire night and I couldn't do it from a bonfire. Yeah, no, I like doing it on a Sunday because it's like kind of our slot. But sometimes it just has to move, doesn't it? And to be honest with you, I get a a lot of messages moaning at me. Oh, where are you this week? I'm like, listen, Jamie's let me down again. We do like to... I like to sit sit in my garage... I like to have the, the computer that runs the video. I like to read the chat and interact with that. I like to um, just be there. But some people like it. I like having guests on. I like having a guest on more yeah, than just being you. But people, I like having guests on more than me and you. But most people, it would seem like the ones where it's just me and you, which is I find weird. <laughs> I don't know why that is. God, we got a good like, one next week. Like we got a good. I think we might even have two guests on next week's podcast. So that might be a good one. We definitely got one on next week's podcast. We've got some technical stuff coming. Uh, we've got have we some technical bits. You say yeah, this yeah, all the got... time, and then you fucking flop. I've got um thing is coming on soon. Um, Oval. He sent me his cable. I like it. It's a nice little idea. It's nice to see a Sparky come up with an idea. Yeah, I do like all the that. Problem. I do like. So all he, that. He, he's coming on. I've asked him to do it on Sunday, but he couldn't make it, and then I couldn't. But he sent me the cable, which I always thinks a brave move. And I was like, this is this has been designed by a person that does this job, which was really nice to see. A bit like your thing is your uh, your socket repair things. They're brilliant. I, tell you what I do like as well, them plaster over things. I didn't use one. You Wait, see, you know, the plaster things. There's a plaster. Now, I appreciate the walls got to be right, but 
someone's making a plastic cover for a socket, then when the plaster skims over it, you knock it and then you take the plastic cover off and it's you know how old paper. that is? Do you know that's been knocking around for about 10 years? The, the guy no, called... no, not there's not the Uzi box that you plaster around. This one you plaster over it. Yeah, and then you knock it and then the thing comes out. Oh, sorry, mister. I'm fucking big in the mess. I didn't know it was there. I just seen it the other day. Maybe it needs to get out there, but I thought but, that was an idea. I think it's called Beadmaster. It was called St. else. Oh, yeah, that, that, those, no, that, that's it. Beadmaster, what a really good idea. Because I got... Do you know... Oh, he's gone. He's gone. I don't know what's happening with Jamie's um, phone tonight, but it keeps popping off. But you know what? I feel like we are... Because I feel like we are coming to the end of this podcast, to be fair. It's almost an hour. Let's just hit that again. Don't know what keeps happening with you. What happened? What happened on your end, you lunatic? I I know what it is. I just realised what it is. If you touch your ear pods, it hangs up. Oh, I did not know. No. I did not know. So I scratched my ear then. I was like, scratch my ear earlier when it cut out. So yeah, but um, those Beadmaster things, I, I don't need any. You know what I mean? I've got no need to use them, but I'd love to see them in action on a site because, you know, no. when you've got the border ch- chops a, an hole out the size of a toilet, I was like, a, that is a solution. Here's a question for you then. Who should pay for them? The, pl- the, the plasterer or the electrician? I suppose if you're it's on a, a bad price, one, isn't it? if you're on a price, it it means the plasterer can't blame you, which is a, which might make your money back. There was another thing that came out the other day. I saw a couple of sparkies plugging it. We're like, it's a plastic thing you clip to a joy so that your cable ends up in the right place. And I thought that was like maybe a, a problem, a solution for a problem. But those bead round boxes, everyone knows if you ever bead, you get a good finish, don't you? But yeah, who should pay for them? Because everyone knows it's a war on site, isn't it? Stuff like that, but some dry liners, mate. I don't know what's wrong with their eyesight, but they're the most most dry liners need to go to spec savers. Most dry liners were probably like I don't know. Criminals. I'm not going to say it, but what I will say I is that that beadmaster stuff is a bit divisive because who's going to pay for it? Um, I think it's a good. I think it's a good invention. I know he's really tried hard to sort of get that get that up and running, but um, again, another. Another electrician out there found a problem and they invented something to fix it. Uh, the only, uh, dare I say it, that the best, the best ones are when they're designed by someone that does it because they go, well, yeah, I, mean, sure. I could do this. There's one I, there's what, there's, there's things I've bought, but I've never followed it through with anything. Oh, that could have been it. That could have been my moment, couldn't it? Oh, if I just had this thing that did this, that could have been it and I could have just cast it. So I was like, oh, I can't be asked. Yeah, yeah no, that I'm one. Saying. The Uzi boxes, they were like, they were quite a clever idea, but I always thought they just piss off a plasterer. You know, the ones that protrude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the plasterers don't like them because plasterers don't like it. Sockets, they're called. Sockets, that's it. With, Good I idea. They're all right to patch around, but if you put them in a new build, the plaster would have your bollocks off, wouldn't he? It'd be fuming. I don't know. Right, man. I feel like we've come to Chicken the end tonight. of this pod. We did it, mate. We did it. Finally got one out because you're shit, but we finally got one out. Oh, Sean Dempsey, happy birthday, 60 of the weekend. Yeah, big shout out to Sean Dempsey. Um, yeah, good luck to you, mate. Um, happy birthday and that. Um, yeah, let's, let's go, man. Let's go. Electrician's Podcast, we are out. Bye, Poppy. See you later. Are we out yet?